0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station
1: for all things geek. Hey there, welcome to episode 112 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge. A place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo. Hey everybody, it's your ever-present host, Sean, and with me today, you heard her last on the Drunk episode. Who is it? Who do we have here? Karen. How are you doing?
0: I'm alright. How are you?
1: I'm great. So, this is a, an interesting topic that we chose for this week. Had an idea, we talked about this in the past, all about uh, how faith will get you through, but not religious faith, more of a, a faith in the universe providing.
0: Right. We were talking about a whole bunch of ideas about how it seemed like... um, To a certain extent, our own being a part of the universe can create our reality around us. And we noticed that in both of our lives in certain cases, when things got to a point where we didn't see a way through, somehow coincidences that didn't really seem coincidental would just bring what we needed in those moments. And uh, that's kind of amazing.
1: Yeah, and, and it got me thinking, and I was listening to something else, uh, maybe another podcast, or I read something about magical thinking, and I saw how that could kind of tie into the idea, and I mentioned that to you, and you're like, really? Because you had a different idea of magical thinking.
0: Well, for me, I had learned about the idea of magical thinking um, in a psychopathology course, and talked about magical thinking when one of my children was diagnosed with um, schizoaffective disorder, so it to me it had to do with not really understanding reality and not being linked with reality and mental illness. And I thought, wait a minute, that's not quite what we're talking about. But in philosophy and uh, in anthropology, magical thinking refers to other things to do with faith.
1: Right, right. But my idea was like, when you tell yourself, if I walk down the street with my eyes closed and don't hit anything for 10 seconds, then I'm going to win the lottery.
0: So like superstition.
1: Superstition, magical thinking. And I was thinking about where this comes from and why people do that. Because we've all done it. If I do this, then this will happen. Mm. And I think it stems from when we're kids and, and we all sing the same thing. Step on a crack, break your mama's back. So you don't step on the cracks in the sidewalk, so you don't break your mama's back. That's a form of magical thinking. Because if you do this, then this will happen.
0: Yeah, all those little fun rhymes
1: and things. Right. Um. So I think it's ingrained in us. right Because I don't know where that rhyme comes from, but we all sang it as kids. I'm sure you did, right?
0: Yeah. I I think also it comes from the fact that as, as people, we want to understand our world, our universe, the things going on around us. And sometimes things don't make sense to our current state of understanding. There are things that aren't yet explained by science. There are things that aren't explained by individual people's understanding of how the world works. And when we see those things, we want to understand, so we create... Ideas of how that makes sense and those turn into superstitions or beliefs about the world and We also want control and if we believe that we can do something that will Make things better or more likely to be better that gives us a sense of control of our environment and that can really help us Feel more positive about our
1: world and do you think it's because for the most part we feel powerless
0: well, we don't like feeling powerless. Well, no, we don't. We can, don't like we can it. feel p- powerless all the, <laughs> a lot. But um, I think it's a way to avoid feeling powerless. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like trying to control the universe in your own small way. Mm-hmm. Like, ha- have you done that kind of thing? The magical thinking where you know, if I do this, if if I if I count to ten backwards and with my eyes closed, standing on one foot, then uh, this thing will happen. <laughs> maybe maybe not that specific example.
0: Um. Not a lot, but I did do the wishing upon a star thing, because I did, I, I did a lot of looking up at the sky at night when I was a kid, and mm. that's in the same category. It is, it is. Yeah.
1: yeah. I wish I may, I wish I might. Yeah. Okay, so if I wish on the star, and it's going to be the first star I see, I can't see anything other than my peripheral vision, but if I see this one and wish, and don't tell anybody Or about I would race.
0: talk to George. George is who I called the man in the moon, you know, when you look up at the uh, full moon and there's a face? Yes. Yeah, when I was a kid, I called him George, and I would, you know, George, talk
1: to him. George the moon. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> said goodnight to him every night.
1: Oh, that's cute. <laughs> right on.
0: It's a little ridiculous, but you know, like I said, these things—they—they they make you feel a bit more powerful, more connected to the universe, and a little more positive about your ability to to navigate the world, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, same thing with uh, birthday cake wishes. You you have to blow oh, it. Oh, we all, all did that. You, yeah, you have to blow out all the candles on the first try, and make sure you don't tell anybody what you wished, what you wished, because then it won't come true.
0: Right, right, the same kind of idea,
1: so all all the superstitious magical thinking
0: yeah and and it's interesting because because this idea that we were talking about that somehow something in the universe intervenes in those moments where we don't really have the control and we don't know how we 're going to get through, um that's not us controlling that's that's something else, but the magical thinking still comes into it because. How how did the universe manage to provide the exact thing we needed in that moment?
1: That's that's the real question, isn't it?
0: And that's another that's another um
1: Is that like the power of positive thinking?
0: For me, this particular topic isn't, because in the moments that I'm thinking of, I was not thinking positively. Oh. These things happened at like the moments in my life where I lost all hope. And they hmm. brought back hope.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And so while I can think of Examples of my own positive thinking Um, that when I'm thinking about the universe coming through when I really need it I was not positive at all in those moments.
1: Really? What happened?
0: Uh, The one I was talking to you about earlier was um, shortly after I left my first husband we, We had gotten into some very serious financial situation and he moved out and I lost his income and kept all of the debt that both of us had accrued, and... Oh,
1: that was nice of you. Oh,
0: yeah. It wasn't... I didn't have energy for more battles. Anyway, um, there came a week that I did not know how I was going to get milk for my children, and I have five children. They drank a lot of milk. I bet they did. And that doesn't sound like... The biggest thing in the world, like milk is one little thing and it's not that expensive and I probably could have found someone, but when everything, when your whole world has crashed down, that one last straw can feel like everything's over, right? Oh, I bet. And so there I was, there was no milk, there was less than no money, and there was a knock on my door, and there was this man that I did not know, and he was holding milk, and it turns out he volunteers at the food bank and they had way too much milk and they can't keep milk because it'll go bad mm-hmm. and their freezer wasn't working so they couldn't freeze the milk oh. so he had come to the neighborhood where i live which is a geared to income neighborhood because he figured well maybe some families here need milk and i happened to be the door he knocked on and there was milk for my kids
1: the universe provides yeah did you have faith that uh, like did you have a belief that you were going to be able to provide milk for the kids, or were you totally desperate and hopeless?
0: Well, at that moment, I was hopeless. Usually, I do have that idea. Usually, because there's been so many moments in my life that things just work out somehow, maybe not the way I want them to, maybe not the way I think they will, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't always get what we want, but it seems like, to me, in most situations, I get what I need. And so, most of the times, I have faith that somehow, what I need will happen. Okay. but in that moment, I didn't. And that's when these things tend to happen.
1: When you're totally desperate and out of hope.
0: Mm-hmm. Or when I don't know that I need something.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Like, ravens have saved me a couple of times. Say what? Yeah. I get lost in thought. I daydream. I wander. Um, I also have had moments where um, I have PTSD and my mind goes somewhere else and I'm not in the moment. And I just walk. My legs keep going. hmm and I have almost walked into traffic, and Raven flies down in front of my face, squawks, brings me back into reality right before I walk into the side of a moving track.
1: And that's happened more than once? Twice. Okay. So, you, <laughs> that's, that's different.
0: Yeah. But it's one of those things where it seems like, and here's the magical thinking, that the universe is saying... No, you, you. it's not your day to get hit by a truck. You need to be aware and, and survive
1: this. So you, do you automatically have faith in the universe saving you against your better judgment? Like, do you do you know this is going to happen? or
0: Sometimes.
1: But sometimes Other it's just don't. automatic and unconscious and not yeah. directed by you.
0: Yeah, and, and there's been a theme with ravens. I mean, there was one that um, would not let me and my son into the house if my ex was in a state where it would be dangerous for us to be in there. It would sit on the steps, and then I would bring my son somewhere else, and then I'd go home and deal with with whatever the situation was myself. And my son never got into certain situations or saw certain things. He was protected from that
1: wow. because of that bird. That's amazing.
0: And and I cannot explain.
1: And it's always any a, of that. it's always a raven. It's
0: always a raven. That's that's uh... why I have a Celtic knotwork raven across the top of my back. Well,
1: that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. I I don't even know what to say. This is a good time to play another podcast promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network while I gather my thoughts. Okay. Do you enjoy TV shows, movies, video games, comics, or novels? Do you enjoy listening to people discuss geeky topics without getting bent out of shape when they disagree? If you do, then the 42Cast is right for you. We're a podcast with a rotating cast of guests that discusses a new topic every week. You can find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play, or 42cast.com. You can also support us and the entire ESO Network by going to patreon.com eso network. That's the 42Cast, your ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything. And what did you think of that promo?
0: That was a great promo.
1: Don't you just want to go and listen to that podcast?
0: I think I'm going to have
1: to. I think so, too. All right. So back to magical thinking. I have an example for you. Okay. I was trying to think of more because we, I knew we were doing this episode. And I could only think of this one. And it's it's when, uh, before me and the ex-wife were, got together. We uh, Well, we were together. But we were looking for a place to live. She was moving back to town. And I was between houses. Where are we going to survive? Where are we going to live? How are we going to build our life together? She wanted to buy her parents' house. But they were living there and they weren't ready to move or anything like that. But she she was... Heart set on this house. And I'm like, okay. So by the end of summer, we'll have bought this house. It'll be fine. She's like, but how do you know? She was all desperate and and freaking out and stuff. And I didn't know how it was going to work. And I didn't have the money for it. And I didn't know how it was going to occur. But I I had...
0: You had faith. I had faith
1: in the universe. Unfounded faith. No idea where it came from. But I just knew I had this feeling that it was all going to work out. Mm -hmm. And sure enough... By that, uh, I think by the end of that July, they the parents decided to move away to Quebec, and they sold us the house, we got a good deal on it, and it all worked out. And she's like, how did you know? I'm like, mm-hmm. I just knew. I just had a feeling. And, and I've had feelings like that five or six other times in my life, which I can't remember specific incidences, mm. but...
0: Yeah, I've had moments like that. And uh but but those ones for me are harder to remember because I knew and it worked out and it was it was, you know. Exactly. That's why I can't. And that's remember. okay. Right. And and they don't stick in your head like the times where you're completely you're like nothing's going to get better. Nothing is going to work and then all of a sudden it works. The having a place to live brings back one of the the most difficult ones because I told you I went to work on a farm in Malibu, right? You did. The reason I did was because I was That was about the worst point in my life.
1: And you needed to escape.
0: I needed to escape. I had um, tried to get help through various things that are supposed to help with mental illness, because I thought that's what was going on. And I had decided that I needed a break, because nothing was helping. Um, And really, I decided I was not coming back from that trip.
1: You were going to stay in California, or you were going to die? No, I was going to die. There?
0: well, I was going to fly back to Toronto, and I had a whole plan.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah you never told me that.
0: No, I didn't tell you that part. No. Um, so I let Timmons Housing know that I wasn't going to need my place. And I had kind of half a plan of how I was going to deal with finding a place to live when I got back, but I didn't really think I needed it, so I didn't bother to f- flesh out the details right. Mm-hmm. And um, I sent my kids to stay with their father for the summer, which was something that uh, they hadn't stayed with him for a while, but he had gotten himself into a situation and, uh, where he had the room and he was married and his wife was an amazing person, and uh, so they were going to be safe there. And I went to California, and I uh, got my hands in the dirt and reconnected with the earth and did a bunch of stuff, and by the end of the summer, I was in much better shape.
1: Because you reconnected to yeah. the universe. Exactly. Through the, through the um,
0: we had at the farm where I was working, they had poetry readings in this little um, natural amphitheater surrounded by eucalyptus trees on Sundays, and mm. it was there was hiking. There was like it was it was wonderful. I reconnected, and by the end of the summer, I was like, you know what, I need to go back. I need to get myself set back up. I need to deal with all of the stuff that led to my feeling that way. So you need. And I never wanted to feel that way again. But right. I got back. And I had, I had given notice on my apartment.
1: Right, so what happened?
0: And I had, like, a week left to figure out what the heck was I going to do. Uh-oh. So I called Timmons Housing, and I was like, is there any chance that I can stay in this place? They said, well, no, we've got somebody lined up. They're moving in, you know, two weeks from now. You need to get out. So I hung up, and I was panicking, and I'm like, okay... So I've decided that I'm going to survive this. But my kid and my ki- my my ex had dropped my kids off at my parents' place because things had gotten difficult with them, and he felt unable to deal with them. So oh, my sorry. kids are at my parents' place. I have no place to live.
1: Oh boy, <laughs> that's that's a <the> situation. <laughs>
0: and and I'm starting to panic because you know something needed to work, but I had no idea how it was going to work. Five minutes later, Timmons Housing called me back and said, "The people don't need your place. You can keep it."
1: Wow. the universe provides once again
0: so so i didn't have to move i didn't have to figure out where my kids were gonna go they could just come home nice and yeah
1: so when you're at your lowest moments and you're freaked right out that's when the good things happen
0: yeah and it doesn't fix everything but it's it's enough right it's enough that you survive those moments. Not what you
1: want, but what you need. Exactly. Like, like the Rolling Stone song says.
0: Exactly. That's them,
1: right? Little Results, I think. I think
0: so. Yeah. I know the
1: song that you made. Yeah. Now I need to listen to that song. Uh, good idea. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll play a snippet here if I uh, can find it okay. during the editing process or not. And I will say it that you can't always get what you want, honey. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometime, where well, you might just find you what you need. I, I like that story. I, I didn't know about the uh, the not coming home kind of thing, but uh,
0: yeah, that's what SoulForge far yeah. is about. When I broke my leg, I had a painkiller prescription that I didn't need because my body deals with pain differently than others. Right. And I used a little bit at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I saved the rest. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. So you had a contingency. Right.
0: So I had a whole pile of, of really strong painkillers.
1: Mm, that would have done it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Right, Me bet, too. And, and about your kids and your mom and everybody. Yeah. Right. Well, that's good. So
0: yeah, when I got back, I dropped all that back at the pharmacy because they will take use extra extra medication Mm -hmm. and that's the safest thing to do with extra medication if you don't need it (laughs) right because who knows where it could end up otherwise exactly that's it you don't throw it out you don't flush it because then it goes into the water supply and bring it back to the pharmacy and they will deal with it and then it's not there
1: that's right that's probably for the best
0: exactly yes
1: that's a that's an intense powerful story
0: well that's why i said it was going to be a story that goes to dark places but it ends in hope
1: which is what it's all about really yeah. As long as you have a little bit of hope, okay. then, then you're okay.
0: But but that story, I think, the hope in that story is one of the things that I use if my mind ever goes dark places now. It's like, no, no.
1: So it's kind of like...
0: <sighs> something... Some, like the hope you're talking about. It's like, no, something will happen. It's like a memory. It always does. It,
1: it's a thing that brings you back to reality. Yeah. So if you get low, you just remember that one time.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the other times. Because, you know, it's a way of bringing back that faith. It's like, you know, this time... When all my hope was gone, Mm -hmm. something, something came, something happened. Right. And so even if I don't know how I'm going to get through, somehow...
1: Somehow you get through, you manage.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: The universe provides you what you need. The, Mm. the, The great maker, some people have a belief in God, some people have a belief in the spirit world, or just... The, the, and
0: that's how we got to this in the first place. Ex- exactly. Everybody comes up with their own idea of how these things happen and some people attribute it to a deity or multiple deities or the consciousness or of the universe itself. The consciousness itself. of the universe that we're all a part of and or or the fact that we may be living in a simulation and if we're all part of a computer program, a really really crazy one. Then, then we have access to all of that, and somehow we can Repro- control re- pieces re- of it without can, knowing that we are.
1: We're in the matrix, and we can reprogram the simulation.
0: Exactly, in certain and, small and, ways. And in really intense moments, do we do that without knowing that we are? Possibly.
1: Right. It's a glitch in the matrix. Know. I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if there's a higher power. I don't know if we're in a simulation. I don't know if it's the consciousness of the universe. If it's. Me if it's the secret, you know, that, that book and that yeah. movie. I don't know if that's part of it.
0: But I like thinking about it.
1: It's an interesting topic. Yeah. I, I thought that's what that was so forge-worthy. Yeah. And even though we don't have the answers, we know in our own experience that it works for us. It In, does. S- in certain, not all situations. Well, no. Like, I always say, I want to win the lottery. I'm putting it out into the universe. Have I won the lottery? No, I haven't. But that's not what I need. It's what I want. Right.
0: And it doesn't prevent bad things from happening. Definitely not. Like, we've both dealt with a lot of bad things in our lives. We have. And so the the whole get what you need doesn't prevent what you don't need, which sometimes has really made me angry with the universe. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) It's like, okay, you send me milk. You send me a house. you, You send me what I need to survive. So why don't you make these things not...
1: So bad, right? Yeah.
0: Because I didn't need all that.
1: No. <laughs> but maybe it's building character. It's giving you experience for the next time. Mm. Or maybe it's all just random and you just don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah, I have trouble with that part. The whole the whole things happen for a reason because there's some things that I cannot think of any good reason why they should happen to anybody.
1: Yes. <laughs> right. But also, ours is not to know the reason why. Ours is but to do. Or is that a is that a saying? Something like I have that. Trouble with that. I uh, like I knowing
0: do. the whys and hows. Yeah, and I
1: know. <laughs> Let, let's get into the insights here and pull up the guts. Exactly. And out Figure
0: that. it all out. How does it work? Why does it work? Why? And and uh, what can I do with all that? I I really sometimes envy people who um, who don't feel the need to analyze everything. And I've noticed that the happiest people I know are people who are slightly less intelligent than average.
1: People who don't think.
0: Yeah. The less you think, and the happier you are. they're happy. And, you know, they go to work every day. They do a job. They feel good about that. They go home. They make supper. They feel good about that. And this is fulfilling to them in a way that I've felt in various moments in my life. But just, you know, the mundane things don't do that for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For, for, on average, people who think more are less happy. Yeah. And I don't know why that works. Maybe that's the universe opening itself up through consciousness and we're all becoming more spiritually awoken. I don't know. There's all those articles about that. Yeah. And that we're, only, we're only scratching the surface here on Soul Forge. We don't always get to the, the heart of an issue.
0: Mm-hmm. But it makes
1: you think, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. So thanks for coming by, Soul Forge. Well,
0: thank you. This was fun.
1: I'm glad. I had a great time, too. Yeah. So listeners, if you have any thoughts and you'd like to make any comments about uh, faith and magical thinking, remember you can always email us. Soulforgepodcast at gmail.com, and we're on Twitter at SoulforgePod. Join the Facebook page, tell all your friends about us. And remember, sometimes when one door closes, you need to nail a board over it. This has been another episode of the Soulforge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulforgePod or email the show via Soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. Soulforge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Baderloo. Remember to visit SoulforgePodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit.
0: This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, Your station for all things geek.